Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the library. We are out on the porch again for another solo episode. Sorry about that. I know I'm usually the least interesting person on the podcast, but you're stuck with me yet again out here on the front porch. I'm actually using my microphone this time. Hopefully you can tell. I spent about a paycheck on all of this crap. Almost a whole paycheck. You know, hindsight's twenty twenty. I wouldn't have bought any of it. Because I just, I'd rather use my phone, to be completely honest with you, but I bought it, so I might as well use it now. That's how lazy I am. This podcast is like the only thing I do other than work and comedy, and I, I still am like, yeah, I'll just record it on my phone. It takes like three minutes, two and a half minutes to set everything up, but I'm just think we went into this on the last episode. I'm a lazy piece of shit. Um, Today is Easter. It's not when you're listening to this, but it is for me. Went to a sunrise service this morning. It was put on by a local church called Marcus Point. If you're local, you've definitely heard of them. They're huge. I've been to a few of their real services. I don't really like that church, to be completely honest with you. There's just something about it. It's a little too big. A little too sophisticated. A little bit too much going on. It uh, It's just kind of suspicious. The operation is huge. Which, I mean, is good, I guess. It's just... uh. I just, something really irks me about seeing a coffee shop in the lobby of a church. Like a, not a, not a, not a, uh, like not coffee for, like not a coffee stand, like a franchised coffee shop. Something about that just doesn't really sit well with me, but... People need their coffee, you know. Can't uh, can't just sit and listen to a sermon without, you know, with regular coffee with cream and maybe some sugar. I drink mine black because I'm not a faggot, but you know. But seriously, something about that just doesn't really sit well with me. But I went to their sunrise service because uh, it's at the Blue Wahoo Stadium, and it's like the pretty much it's like the only one around here that I saw really advertised. And I like a good sunrise service, you know. Something about getting up that early, and you're like you're kind of in like a state of psychosis. It's almost like I told my mom this morning, I was so tired, it's like you're high. But it's like this foggy haze, and you just kind of stumble into the sunrise service, and you sit down, and it's cold, and you bundle up. But they made it such a a theatrical event. It really just kind of made me sad. 
the first sunrise service I remember going to was at a was in Tallahassee. It was at a fun, It was at a uh, a cemetery, and it was just some chairs, and uh, they had a guy with a guitar out there, and then you know, guy walked up and did a sermon. No, not even a microphone. And it was really powerful. It was like awesome. The sun was rising. We're in this cemetery where my grandmother's buried, and we're. It was a, a great service, one of the best church services in general that I've ever been to. And then, and then this was just like, it was like the damn fair. I don't know. Big churches just scare me. I mean, you you saw my televangelist video, hopefully, if you're a real fan. But big churches just kind of wig me out. And then the music, man. Like, it just gets to a point to where the music is too much. Like, I can't even, I can't hear a single person in the crowd singing. I genuinely couldn't because of the the damn Metallica concert that was going on up front. Like, they they didn't even have... I mean, they had instruments, but it was like... It was just booming. And that's good, you know? I guess there's nothing wrong with putting on a good service. It's just... I kind of feel like the whole point of the music is defeated when when everyone's not singing together. It kind of becomes a thing where people are just like watching a band play Christian music, and that's not really. I don't. I don't think that's what worship is. I don't think you should just uh, sit and like listen to a a Christian band while you're in church. There should be minimal bandage. It should be the the, the congregation singing. You know that that really, in my opinion, is the whole reason you would have music is to everyone to fellowship together and worship together. Like a Christian concert, a Christian concert is not worship. In my opinion, it's entertainment. And, uh, I mean, I guess if you don't read into it that deep, it is, uh, it's not, like, wrong. It's, I'm not saying you're wrong if you enjoy a good service. But for me, that really takes me out of it. It really makes me feel like God isn't present. And it, I mean that makes me sad that I but most church services I don't I don't f- personally feel like God is present not within me at least cuz it just seems so fake honestly and I try to look around and see other people enjoying it and getting something out of it and that makes me get something out of it when I can look around and see the people I'm with Really, like, you know, maybe they're really feeling something. And that makes me feel something. But the the service itself, most of the time, just doesn't... It just doesn't feel very genuine to me. 
I like a real I like a good sermon. That's why I go to church. If there I mean uh, I hope that's why most people go to church is for the sermon. Worship is good, but it's not a uh, It's not what you need in your life necessarily, I don't think. I mean, you need it. Don't get me wrong. It's good. I don't think it's bad in your life, but that's not the kind of spiritual fulfillment you should be trying to get every Sunday. Or that shouldn't at least be the extent of it. You shouldn't just go and be like, let's go get high on Jesus a little. You know what I mean? It shouldn't be like, yes, Sundays we go sing and get high on Jesus. Like, I I feel like you should be going to church because... You fellowship with other believer, other believers, and you. That's what that's the point of singing. Everyone comes together, and then you sit and you listen to a sermon, and you get spiritually fed that way. You get you you understand the Bible and you understand God more, and you you get closer, and you you learn how to be a better Christian. It it makes me sad, and it feels very sacrilegious to me to just be to just be going to church to be like, mm, yeah, this feels good. This this song is emotional and pulls on my heartstrings. And there's specific beats and you know specific musical. Uh, um tools, I guess, for lack of a better word, that are being used on me to manipulate my emotions. It just doesn't, it just doesn't feel very good to me. I'm sure a lot of that is just me being arrogant, and maybe one day I'll come around and understand it. But I think another part of that is like, that's not what's going to win over an atheist. Unless they're just stupid. Like, singing isn't going to be like, yep, this is it. This is what I've been looking for my whole life. No, that's the love of God and Jesus. And you can only understand that through studying the Word. You can only get so far off of a spiritual high. And it... It it pisses me off when I I feel like people just go to church because they want to dress up and do the thing, and that's a cliche point that people make a lot. That people just go to church because it's a going through the motions, but it's very true. People want to go and they they've had a stressful week, and it's good to just sit there and bask in that glory and listen to the music and get into it. If you don't, and you know. Someone who doesn't understand anything about music other than they like music, they hear this emotional soundtrack and you know the the scripture written into poems, and it it hits them deep, you know. But for me, I kind of I feel like I see through it. I like uh, I love like I I love music so much in a secular way, like that. It's like. I don't know. I hope I hope I'm making myself as, at least somewhat clear here. But um 
Yeah, enough on church. I'm I'm not a I don't think I'm a good enough Christian to talk about churches. Even though I just did for a good ten minutes, but but yeah, it was it was kind of a bummer. And I'm not trying to say if you go to Marcus Point you're not a like you're doing something wrong. And if you work at Marcus Point or blah blah blah. I don't mean any hate here. I just it's just an observation. I just uh, that that I don't love that church. <laughs> I don't love going there. I don't I don't love a lot of churches though cuz it just I mean like I said it doesn't feel very genuine. Cuz there is a there is the love of Jesus is very genuine. And God like God is a very genuine thing. It's the most genuine thing in my opinion. It's the only real it is the realest thing. Once you start studying the Bible and studying God and how God the the true nature of God, you realize it is it is the most important thing in your life. And and just going and singing that's not the important part. And that's not the part that's going to convert people and that's not the part that's going to bring people to Jesus. That's not the that's not that's not what the focus should be. We should be focusing on educating ourselves on what God says through people in the Bible. Anyways, that was the Reverend Logan Brown speaking. What else has been going on? I know you guys probably hate when I uh, talk about my emotions and how I feel, but start your own damn podcast. I do what I want here. Also, in an odd way, this is like one of the only ways I feel comfortable expressing myself. It's kind of, it's kind of odd. I try to do it in comedy, but I'm not, I can barely make normal things funny as is right now, so it's kind of hard to, like, write about what I'm thinking and feeling. Like, I wish I could, that's what makes Chappelle and Patrice and Louis C.K., people like that, that's what makes them special, I think, is they can, they can make a point and also make it funny. Like, they can have a thing they want to... They can have a... They're, that's like... People call Chappelle a philosopher because he, he kind of is, dude. It, it's, it's really fascinating to me when people can do that. Like... Like, Carlin... I don't think Carlin is funny, per se. He's not, like... I don't dislike his comedy. Like, in a comedic sense, I don't hate him or anything, but, like... I don't think I don't ever find myself laughing at Carlin, but I find myself going, "Yes, yes, damn it!" And I think to like to be able to do that is its own craft in a way. To be able to make a make a point and make it so thought provoking and freeing and agreeable, 
it's a it's 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 a lot harder than it sounds. Because when I first started doing comedy, that's what I wanted. I wanted to make jokes about the things I felt and the way I saw the world and blah blah blah. But it's like, hell no, dude. I'm just need. I'm just trying to figure out what makes things funny right now. It's so hard to make up statement up there. I've had to. You kind of got. If there's any beginner comedians out there, let go of your opinions and just write the jokes, man. Because there's a lot of things I write jokes about where I'm really picking on myself and things that I believe. But it's like, I understand that better so I can write a better joke about it. You got to let go of that kind of shit where you want to be... Like, you, you, once you get to a certain level, I'm sure you can and it's important to do this. But in the beginning of comedy, there's no point in trying to, like, get people to... Be like, oh, this is what I think, and this is what I believe. Like, nah, dude, just you just got to make things funny, cause that is hard enough. But you know, the podcast is like, it's a good way for me to. It's an easy way for me to just sit and talk about myself, which is nice. I uh. I've been I've been kind of struggling lately past week or so um just with generally just being happy you know I've always kind of struggled with that I think and that sucks but there's always been kind of a thing where it's like at least if I can contain it within myself like this this darkness whatever it is if I can contain it within myself, that's good enough, you know. If I can, as long as it's just me, there's I can find peace in the fact that there's people I love that are happy and okay. But uh, my youngest brother Lex is a lot like me, I think. And I'm scared for him that he's going to feel the way I felt. And he's going to ex- just experience the thoughts I've experienced and the, the pain I've experienced. It just came from my own brain, just from being an overthinker. I see him standing out in the yard, just like, uh, just lost in thought. He spends a lot of time alone like that, and that's something I did a lot as a kid. And I, uh, I'm going to be honest, I think I, especially from a younger age... Not so much now, but I think, I think I was, uh, as far as maybe intellect or awareness or whatever you want to call it, I think I was a few heads taller than most kids, and that made it to where I spent a lot of time alone, thinking about just life and trying to figure things out, and my other brother Lucas is not I I've never seen the th- the things in him that make me think that he's overthinking his life and and spiraling out the ways that I did but I I see it in Lex and it uh it makes me really angry 
not at him, obviously, but just, honestly, just at God. Makes me angry that, that someone else is, like, that there might, that my pain might come back in him. Like, it, it's just, it's not fair. I don't, I, w- I legitimately wouldn't wish it upon my worst enemy. Because I don't even want it in the world, like. And to think that my little brother is going to be like me in that regard, just, it tears me up, dude. And all I've been thinking about for the past few days is how, because of the way I felt, I, I wasn't man enough to just fucking be sad and deal with it and tuck that shit away. I had to be mopey and be an angsty kid. And he had to see that. And because he's already so much like me, I I can only imagine that that had an effect on him. And I see him do the things... When I see him, I see so much of myself in him. And I, I see him do things that I do. And I see him do... I see the good that I have, I see the good in him, but I also see the the bad things about me, I see the bad in him, and it, it makes it to where I just jump on him, and I attack him, because, because it's like, it's, it's like me as a little kid, I mean, I, if I could see me as a little kid, I'd be brutal towards myself, imagine, imagine all of your faults in a person that's too oblivious to hide them from you, so you have to just, you have to see yourself in someone constantly and and you know that it's you and you know you hate what they're doing and you hate how they're acting and how they're feeling but it's it's you and that's I think it's a combination of genetics and it's me rubbing off on him living with him as he was growing up and I hate that makes me angry at myself makes me angry at God or the universe or whatever you want to believe in it just, but I'm glad that it's something I've noticed, and I'm trying not to be a a cynical bastard around him anymore, because I don't want to rub off on him in the wrong way anymore. It just makes me really sad that I couldn't have just done better. I, I should have just not, I, I wish I just, I didn't. I didn't let my little brothers see that in me. Maybe I could have prevented him prevented him from being I just I see the angst and the the sadness in him that I had at his age. And I want to I want to I don't I'm really trying to figure out how to save him but i don't i'm i don't know if i could have done anything to make myself not so miserable i think it's just the way i was born and that's what scares me is that i can't do anything about myself and i won't be able to do anything about lex and i'll just have to watch him become what i became and i've reined it into managing a normal life like I I just I manifest all of the the crazy person shit into doing normal person things 
but what if he goes off the deep end? What if because of what if I I honestly think he's smarter and more aware than me, and that scares the shit out of me, dude. I think he's like me, but even more of whatever I am. And I'd never forgive myself if he if he doesn't. If he turns out like me or worse, I'll never forgive myself. And so I've been just really trying to think of how I can have a positive impact on him. And to not... I talked to my parents today because I've been, been working up the balls to talk to them about just... Checking on him and... Making sure that... If he needs to talk to somebody, he can. And talking to Lucas about being nicer to him. Because Lucas doesn't understand the impact that he has. I think most people don't understand the impact that they have on their siblings. It's something I've just started to really grasp. I see them do small little things that I do or did. And it's it makes me so sad, dude. It makes me so sad, man, when I see them break shit when they're angry or punch holes in the wall because they saw me do that or just all the dumb shit I do. And I see them do it and it's like, no, dude, damn it. Because, like, I'm... I'll self-sabotage myself all day, dude. At the end of the day, I don't give a fuck. I'll burn this shit to the ground right now. I'll say the N-word and lose it all right now just to just to say fuck the world. But to think that I could affect someone else's life, not just someone else's life, but one of my little brothers in such a negative way, it like really eats at me. I'm such a fucked up person that like I don't even want to bring myself around them anymore because I don't even know how to I don't even know how to fake it anymore dude I'm so caught up in my own feelings and emotions that it's like I just want to act out and be a dick and I want everyone to know how much I'd hate everything that's why I love when people when I'm like I was at a I went to Louisiana and saw some family on Good Friday and I love when people bring up something I hate so that I can just tear into it with the most vicious and aggressive attacks and it's all and it's things that people there love and I love to just hate on the things they love because I love to to show them how much pain I'm in and it's so arrogant it's such a dick move but i can't, i can't it's like uh i trick myself into doing that i allow myself to do that if i was able to call myself out every time and be like quit being a bitch right now i would probably quit being a bitch but i i get in my head and i just i think about how much i hate my life and hate everything and i'm like yeah no i'm going to i want I want to make sure everyone sees this. 
I want them to feel what I feel. I want them to know how stupid their hobbies are. I want them to know how useless everything is. I can't tell you how many times I've been kicked under the table because I start asking people what the point of their life is. And what the point of anything is. And I start getting existential because I want to... I feel like I need to push that on people. I want to depress people about existence because it's I'm depressed about it. And why the hell should you be able to just exist and be okay with it? And I'm not I'm not saying that as 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 my actual opinion here I'm I'm saying that's that's the that's the the devil on my shoulder that's the demons you know that's not uh I don't think that's me I mean it it is me but I don't think that's it's certainly me don't get me wrong but I don't that's not who I really want to be that's not really what I am I'm just so Guys, I'm in so much pain. And I hate to be like that. I really... (laughs) I'm not trying to be a pussy and come on here and just like... I hate my life, but... But to truly understand me, you have to understand that I'm a miserable person. I don't think you can... Get around that. And I, I... I heard... I'm not going to say who, but I hope you're listening. Somebody was talking shit about me just being open and talking about how I feel and how I wanted to kill myself before and blah, blah, blah. And maybe you're the kind of vapid, shallow person that would that would start a podcast in order to to garner sympathy but I would never do that I'm just being honest I'm just telling people how I feel if you don't like it leave for fuck's sake get off my podcast if you don't want to listen to this why the hell are you still here you must be getting something out of it you miserable bitch but you know I'm not trying to to be a an edgy guy here. I'm not trying to be a fucking Kurt Cobain. I'm just talking about how I feel. And that's how I fucking feel. I'm 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 a hurting individual. And I don't I don't think I should be rewarded for that. I don't think I should uh get anything for that. So don't think I'm trying to be uh don't think I'm trying to get anything out of this cuz I'm not you think I'd sit out here and 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 flex on seven listeners about how sad I am? I think my last episode is up to 15 downloads. Might be 13. No, I do this because I love it. I love honesty. I love people talking about how they feel. I love this part of the human experience. I mean, I hate it, but I also love I love talking about it. I love being able to sort out my thoughts. And maybe there's people that are 
as in as much pain as me. Maybe they get something out of it, because I certainly do that. I listen to a lot of podcasts with a lot of very depressed people that talk about how much they hate everything, but they make it lighthearted, and they, they, they're open and honest, and they, they, they have a loyal fan base because of that. I'd rather have 200 of you listen to every episode, every word of every episode, than 200,000 likes on an Instagram post about my podcast. I don't, I do not care about, like, about making this a thing. I'm not trying to be impressive. This is just, this podcast is because I love people talking for an extended period of time. I know that's maybe shocking to you that someone could just love something for the love of it instead of trying to get some sort of attention out of it. That might scare you that uh that somebody could do something just for the just for doing it. Not for an ulterior motive like clout or money or something like that. Maybe they just love it. I'm sure that scares the hell out of you cuz you have nothing like that. Except maybe eating. People love to do that, though, with comedy or podcasts or really anything where you're just making a goof or talking in general about things that aren't easy and perfectly digestible. People love to tell you what you're thinking and why you're thinking it and what you're making and why you're making it. It's very annoying. People make a lot of assumptions about me and my podcast. Don't do that. Just listen or or don't listen. Take my word for why I say I'm here or, or don't do it. I don't care anymore. I wouldn't be doing this if I cared at this point. There's nothing, there's no one I'm, there's... There's no real audience I'm talking to. There's a few of you out there that are downloading every episode. I see you. I love you guys. I don't see exactly who you are, but I see that the same people are downloading. It's weird, but... So that's cool, but... um, I got a few, but like I said, there's no real audience here. There's no, like... I'm not getting clout for this. Hopefully one day I will... But it won't be because I come in here and say things I don't mean. It'll be because I'm a damn interesting guy. That pisses people off for sure. And I know it does because that pisses me off. When I see someone that's just... They're not they're not trying, but they're just interesting. It's like, damn. That kind of makes me insecure. I don't like that. And you have to train yourself to understand when you're doing that and how to be like, no, they're just, they're just, they're just killing it, man. They're just, do, they're just doing it right. I do that all the time. When I see someone that's my age or younger online and they're doing better than me, it's just like, man, that guy's an asshole. Everything he stands for is stupid. Blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, no. He's just winning. And I'm not. 
I gotta start winning. It's really, it's, it's, it's really scary. It's a real ego check when you see someone that's just being authentic and killing it. Not that I'm killing it, but I'm being authentic as hell, and uh, I think I'm pretty damn confident about it. I think there's a lot of people that come on here and tell you how they honestly feel about their life, and not uh, not think about what are. What's my friends and family going to say? What's what's my employer going to think? If I tell everyone about how I wanted to kill myself, what are they going to think of me? Probably not less. Because, uh, in my opinion, I think most people are, as, in some way, fucked up like I am. As fucked up as I am. And maybe not in the same way as me, but y'all all got something. Y'all got something. There's things that I wouldn't say on this podcast, and I know damn well there's things that every single person in this world wouldn't come on this podcast and say. But I don't know. I think that uh, that rant ran its course. But, uh, yeah, like I said, I hope, I hope it doesn't weird you out that I'm, that I talk pretty openly about how I feel. Cause, uh, I mean, I think, I think it's good. I, I, like, it shouldn't wig you out or anything. I'm not, uh, I'm pretty, I've come to terms with it pretty well, I think. Something that's gonna be real funny is when I'm an adult and hopefully, well adjusted I'm gonna be listening back to all this just like uh bro what are you doing but feels good right now (laughs) I can barely listen to a podcast I did when I first started this thing I can only imagine a few years from now listening back to this stuff be pretty interesting though be pretty good to be able to go back and listen to hours of an 18 or 19 year old me talking It's going to be weird for uh for our generation of kids cuz we're going to have so much we're going to be able to show them about our our lives as teenagers and even a little bit of children but there weren't really cell phones around as abundantly when I was a child but as a teenager I have all of my best moments almost recorded obviously not all the best moments happen off camera but Snapchat memories get got a few of the best moments, I think. But it'll be cool to be able to show my kids and my grandkids videos of me as a kid. Assuming civilization is still here. I don't know why, but planning for the future, I'm always just like, man, ain't nothing gonna be here when I'm an old man, even two years into the future, like, I was, I was thinking about going to the Olympics in Paris in 2024, but, like, I don't want to spend any of the money I have right now on 2024, dude, I might be dead, France might be gone, who fucking knows what's gonna happen by August of 2024, I can't, 
I can barely plan a year in the future. Like, dude, I don't know. Like, I don't want to spend the money I have now on things I'm going to do in the future. <laughs> I mean, I might not even be here. I could be putting that money just in a in a hole in the backyard. It's probably not the best way to think, but... This seems like a good stopping point, folks. I'm about out of uh, things to say. Got it all off my chest. I really appreciate all my listeners out there. If you made it this far, you're a real legend, bro. If you're a listener right now, dude, my first 100 listeners... Y'all, y'all get into every show in the future for free. Once I make, once I make it, dude, I promise you that. My first 100 listeners, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make me a list. I'm gonna make me a physical paper list. The first 100 people that reach out to me and say, Logan, I'm a fan of your show. And they heard me say it on the last five minutes of my podcast. The first hundred people, I'm at zero right now. No one has ever responded from one of the last five minutes of my podcast when I say to DM me. So it's very likely there's not a soul hearing this right now. But if you do, DM me. You'll be the first on the list. The first hundred Loganites are going to be... You take care of me in the beginning, listen to my podcast. I'm going to take care of you guys, I promise. I hope you guys, uh, if you're listening to this in the morning, have a good day. If you're listening to this at night, sleep good, buddy. I love you.